All right, to get us started this week, before we get into the weekly rundown, in light of all of the breakfast things we're talking about, I have an icebreaker question for you. Okay, ready. All right. Waffles, pancakes, French toast. You have to marry one so you can have it as much as you want. Kill one, you can never have it again. Or you can have the third one only once a year. Okay, it's so like marry, kill, date. Yeah, marry, kill, date. Once a year. Sure. Um, okay, I'm going to marry pancakes. Over waffles. Yeah, I've been on a pancake kick lately. Wow. So I'm going to marry pancakes. I'm going to kill French toast, which I know is sad because French toast is good, but I never eat French toast. And then I will date waffles. I do love wow. waffles, but not as much as pancakes. I'm pretty sure when I asked you this a year or two ago, I'm pretty sure you said you would date French toast. Really? And what did I kill? Pancakes? I can't remember. Changed my tune on pancakes in this last year. Yeah. And you've eliminated French toast. Yeah. I haven't had it in a year. and I just I don't need it. Well, thanks for sharing that. Welcome to Greenville Mike, your one-stop shop for all things happening in Greenville, including but not limited to new and noteworthy happenings, delicious foods we've tried, events coming up this week, and the stories behind your favorite businesses around town. My name's Will. And my name's Tracy. And this is The Weekly Rundown. Two weeks ago, we talked about some get-to-know-you questions for me. I've got a couple for you this week. All right, I'm ready. It's not comprehensive, just little tidbits. Okay. One fun question. What is your ideal morning? My ideal morning? Okay. Wake up early, but not too early. What's that mean? 7.30. Okay. I'm up at 7.30. I get some coffee. I read, have some time to myself, probably like 30 minutes to an hour. At 8.30, I go for a run, probably at Unity Park. How far? Um, on an ideal day, six to eight miles Ooh. at Unity Park. Okay. Going for a longer run. Then I come home and I shower and then we go and we eat breakfast somewhere. Where would we eat breakfast? I don't know. There's so many options. Maybe we would go to Hindo. I've been craving a chicken biscuit lately. We haven't been to Hindo in a while. So maybe Hindo, maybe Biscuit Head, mm-hmm. some kind of place like that. And then my morning would be over. So that's my ideal morning. Somewhat early wake up, time to myself, run, breakfast, call it a morning. Boom. Yeah, probably be noon at that point. Probably would. Okay. And then one, still fun, a question of more importance. Okay. What's one positive impact you want to have on Greenville while living here? Um, okay, I have it for you. So I love interviewing local businesses. I love hearing their stories, but I also want to start highlighting like nonprofits and getting their stories and getting more support behind our local nonprofits because they're doing a lot of good work and I want people to know more about what they're doing. So that's great. That is one positive impact I would love for Greenville Mike to have on Greenville. It's a lot of unsung heroes out there. For sure. They definitely don't get as much FaceTime as a lot of the other businesses we've been talking to. Yeah. And they're doing a lot. They deserve some praise and some highlighting. I love that. Yep. Well, there you have it. A little bit more about me. Thanks, Tracy. You are welcome. All right. So we're going to jump off into some fun facts about Greenville today, more specifically about the Greenville Drive Stadium, aka Fleur Field. 
Which so, we were just on the other day for the Dash and Bash. Yeah. As we were doing our run. We were. It was a pretty nice field. So I wanted to share today a little bit about the Greenville Drive Stadium, a.k.a. Fleur Field, because this coming week is opening week for the Greenville Drive. All right. And the first game starts on Tuesday. You know, I've never been to a Greenville Drive game. Yeah, we need to go this year. I want to go on Sunday to Bark in the Park. But we're going to get into all that's happening. But Will, a few facts about Fleur Field. Did you know that it's actually a mini Fenway Park? No, I did not know that. Yeah. So the Greenville Drive is a Red Sox affiliate and our home stadium actually mirrors the Boston Field. Man, I'm sure a lot of people who are into baseball already knew that. But that is such a cool fact. Yeah. I had no idea. So here's the breakdown about how our field compares to Fenway Park. So Fenway Park does hold more occupants, obviously. I would More imagine. than 37,000 people, whereas Fleur Field holds around 5,800. But our field is the same size as the one in Boston, which makes sense, right? They should be like the same size. Oh, the actual field. But the actual field Not is the, the same size. Yeah, yeah. I just would totally contradict myself. No, <laughs> the field size is the same size as the one in Boston. Fleurfield also has its own green monster wall in left field. Fenway's is 37 feet high and ours is 30 feet high. So pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Um, we also have an incredibly similar manual scoreboard. That's cool. That Fenway Park has. And then apparently at every Red Sox game, I've never been to a Red Sox game, they sing Sweet Caroline in the eighth inning. And we do that here too, which I wouldn't know either because I have not been to a Greenville Drive game. If you want to see more about how it compares, you can look up pictures online and there's tons of side-by-sides and it's basically the same. Wow. Which is pretty cool. That's really cool. I'm definitely going to look up pictures after this. All right. Now, everyone's favorite segment, of course, Eats and Treats. And this week, we're talking about Stax Omega Diner. Woo, Stax. We'll have all that and more right after the break. All right, this is going to be a super short break. We just wanted to take a moment and say, if you're enjoying this podcast so far, and if you've enjoyed any of our podcasts so far, please take a moment to scroll down in whatever app you're using, unless you're driving, then you got to wait. But hit that review button, hit the five stars, maybe say something. We'll appreciate any feedback we can get, but it's really helpful to us. It helps us to continue to make fun podcasts and good podcasts. We really want to make something great for Greenville. So if you could do that, Real quick, hit that review button. We'd be super appreciative. Now, back to the weekly rundown. Okay, Stax Omega, which people also have been telling us to try for quite a while now, and we hadn't yet gotten around to it, is kind of a Greenville institution. Would I be right in saying that? I don't know. What's the definition of an institution? I don't know. I would say it's been an institution because it's been around for over 20 years. Okay. And they have over 4,000 reviews on Google. Okay. Wow. And while we were in there, they were on all kinds of best diners list in the Southeast. Yeah. There are a lot of things on the walls, a lot of accolades. A lot of accolades. Um, so that's what I would describe it as an institution. Right. Well-renowned and been here for a while. Okay. With a while being relative. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the vibe of Stacks. Okay. Stax, when I first walked in, it reminded me of one of the mini diners in Myrtle Beach. Okay. Is that what it reminded you of? Kind of, yeah. Which, obviously, Myrtle Beach is filled with diners. Major breakfast diner vibes in Myrtle. Yeah, for sure. It seemed bigger than most of the ones I've been to in Myrtle. Tons of seating. Yeah, there were tons of people there. When we got there, we were like, 
we're going to have to wait. We ended up waiting two minutes because the place is massive. And I was impressed with how fast they got our food out and how fast we were seated with the amount of people. So they're used to like catering to just like a large amount of people coming in. Absolutely. Yeah. Not their first rodeo being slammed. No. So what did you get, Will? I know what you got, but tell everyone else what you got. I got a Spartan omelet, which was a Greek twist. Uh, So I had eggs that shaved euro meat, peppers, and feta and spinach. And the feta was really strong, as feta always is. So maybe a little overwhelming, but still tasty. Yeah, you ate it. I did eat it. It was good. You liked it. Yeah. And then I also got a pancake on the side and some grits. It was kind of a big breakfast. It was like breakfast and lunch combined. It was. Yeah, I I don't think we ate lunch that day. No. Yeah, but yours looked good. And then I got the blueberry pancakes. Wow. Talk about compote. (laughs) It came with blueberry compote on top, which I like that. It was a lot of blueberry compote, but it it was was good. It was really good. But I also like to put syrup on my pancakes, Um, but it didn't feel like there was room for syrup and for my health, like probably shouldn't put syrup on them. If you were going to get it again, you'd probably say maybe half the compote. Half the compote, maybe put it on the side, Mm. Um, but it was really good. And the pancakes were tasty appreciated the bottle the syrup came in that sounds really dumb but it like wasn't sticky that's true and i feel like if you're at like a pancake restaurant the syrup bottle is like always sticky Mm -hmm. and it just is like kind of you're like ready for that but you're like when it wasn't it was a nice surprise and it had one of the olive oil fitting top things on there total syrup which like maybe no one cares about this but if you do you do so it was a nice touch. It was a nice touch. And I thought the service was good. We got coffee too. Mm-hmm. Um, my coffee cup was always full. Loved it. It is a little on the expensive side for breakfast. For breakfast. Yeah, for sure. So just be aware. Uh, you know, we, we probably spent between the two of us 40 something. Yeah. 45. Right. It's a pricier breakfast, but it is a lot of food. Like I didn't finish my mm-hmm. pancakes. You obviously didn't finish your pancake because you got that massive omelet too. Right. And you got a ton of grits. So it's a lot of food. So if you brought your family, you could probably like split a meal between two people. For sure. It's probably for us, it'll be a more of a fun, special occasion. Bring some friends or family. But it was good. So I've also got some reviews for us. You know how we like to hear from the people. Dan Fisher says, the only downside to eating here is that it isn't a secret. They're always full, but I've never had to wait long for a seat. Betcha can't get past the bakery without stopping on the way out. That's a good sign. Yep. They do have a bakery right next door. They do, which it's their bakery. Double whammy. Double whammy. They'll get you. All right. Wafer Smash says, my wife dragged me out of bed for breakfast this morning, and this is where I picked. I didn't regret it at all. Somehow super busy, but easily accommodated. When we saw the cars, we thought we'd have to wait, and we did for almost two minutes. It was insane how quick they were with so many people. Food is top tier. I'm from the next town over, Spartanburg, and I'd say this is up there with the Beacon in Spartanburg as places you need to go if you're visiting the area. Wonderful place and wonderful service. Five stars. Did you say Wafer Smash? His name is Wafer Smash. That's awesome. Yep. Victoria, she says, I'm literally still sitting in the booth at this restaurant. This place is absolutely amazing. The food is probably some of the best I've ever eaten in my life, if not the best. The fresh squeezed orange juice certainly is. And then one more from Mimi Jones. Always good comfort food at Stax Omega, one of my favorite restaurants in Greenville. Haven't had a bad meal here. Love their M&M cookies so much that sometimes I stop just for a cookie. Service is great. Highly recommend. 
I will say on the fresh squeezed orange juice piece, I did notice that as we were walking in, all of the oranges connected to that juicer. I saw that. It's a good vibe. It's a good sign as you walk in. I'm so glad it's fresh squeezed. You know, when, when they have orange juice and it's coming from like the high sea spout. Coming at high sea right now. High sea isn't bad, but like fresh squeeze, <laughs> you cannot beat. I think high sea Is it high says, sea or is it like Tropicana? Uh, Tropicana's fine. No, yeah, Tropicana's fine. I think high sea, I'm pretty sure they say on the label it's like 7% orange juice. Right. I don't something. want my, if I'm going to a breakfast restaurant, I don't want my orange juice to come from the spout next to my Coca-Cola. Mm. I want it to be fresh squeezed. So I appreciate that from Stax Omega. And next time I will get orange juice, but I need a coffee this time. Next time you can do both. I could do both. You could even mix them. That might break the bank for us. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. All right. Next up, we've got some new and noteworthy. This is breakfast themed week. Breakfast week. And this time we're talking about Mavericks Donuts. So this is a place that's expanding from Canada. Pretty sure this is their first U.S. location. Is it really? Am I right to say that? I don't know. I know it's their first South Carolina location. It might be their first in America. Fact check me on that. But it's a premium artisan donut shop. They're located in the Simpsonville Five Forks area next to Rustic to Refined off Baseville Road. A wide range of donuts from traditional to what they call exquisite. And I would probably call them that as well. Because I did see their Oreo donuts and their hot cocoa donuts. And those things were stacked up. Yeah, they were. Six inches over the top of the donut in like a temple of Oreos. Temple of Oreos. A pyramid of Oreos and things. Yes. Very exquisite. I agree. They also have coffee and ice cream and some vegan options. Okay, so Mavericks is the first U.S. location, which is crazy that these Canadians picked Greenville to put their first U.S. donut location. I don't blame them. I wonder why. We need to figure that out, why they picked Greenville. I mean, I don't blame them either, but that's super cool. Greenville, it's like the Paris of the South and the Toronto of America. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Toronto of America. We're going to become the world capital soon. Yeah. Should we talk about the donuts we got or should we save that for an eats and treats? I mean, I want to try more of their donuts. I will say it looks like Mavericks has lots of different fun flavors. The line there was crazy today. They were shuffling out donuts fast. Lots of different flavors. There's some we want to try that sadly were not there when we went, but we will be back and we're going to try some flavors and we're going to feature them on Eats and Treats coming up here soon. Saw some of our friends there. We did. We knew we were going to run into somebody we knew. Every, I think everyone in Simpsonville was there. Oh, yeah. So we saw lots of people. People love a new donut shop. I love it. I love that we are donut people in Greenville. I know. Okay, next up, we've got some events for the week slash weekend because there's so much going on that I couldn't not mention. I got to keep you guys in the know. So first off, I wanted to talk about how April is National Donate Life Month. Well, did you know that there are over 100,000 people every day waiting on a life-saving transplant and four to 5,000 people actually die every year while on that waiting list? That's really sad. Yeah, it is. So Donate Life is about organ donation, and there's a massive need for donors. Donations can come from deceased donors, but they can also come from living donors. The number of living donors, though, is pretty small, um, but they provide the healthiest donations that typically give the recipient the best results in a longer lasting transplant. Uh, So my uncle actually donated his kidney to a complete stranger, and he considers it one of the most rewarding experiences of his life. So I feel like you hear about a lot of people that they have a family member that's in need of a kidney 
And so like, of course, I'm going to give my kidney to, you know, my aunt or my mom or whoever. Um, But you don't hear about many people who give their kidneys to a complete stranger. So Donate Life really encourages that kind of donation because you really are giving the gift of life to someone else. So yeah, we do need to get Joe on the pod. We're going to have him tell his story at some point because I think it's really cool. But he felt really called like he felt like this is something that he really needed to do. And so he went forth with the process and did it. Not everyone is eligible to be a living donor, but if it is something that you feel called to do, you should definitely look into it. So on April 14th, Donate Life South Carolina will be partnering with Prisma Transplant Center with a tabling event to educate, inspire, and provide opportunities for citizens to register to be a designated donor. So this is on April 14th inside the lobby of Prisma. There's actually World Transplant Games and two Greenville transplant recipients are going to be flying out tomorrow, April 11th, to Perth, Australia to attend the World Transplant Games. And they're representing Team South Carolina, which is pretty cool. That is awesome. It's a great cause. Um, Once again, if it's something that you feel like you might be interested in, you should definitely look into it and see all the ways that you can help with this. And we definitely want to have the CEO, Tracy Moore, on our podcast at some point to talk more about Donate Life. Okay, events for the rest of the week. As we mentioned earlier, it is opening week for the Greenville Drive We've got games starting Tuesday and going all the way until Sunday. We're playing the Asheville Tourists, and we've got theme nights basically every night at Fleur Field. Wednesday is Health Careers Night. Thursday is Teach GCS Night, so Greenville County Schools Night. Friday is Video Game Night. Saturday is Jackie Robinson Day. And Sunday is Bark in the Park. So Bark in the Park sounds very fun to me. You can bring your pups out to enjoy the game, win prizes, and treat your four-legged friend to treats, merch, and more from pup-up shops throughout the concourse. Wow. Genius. Genius. Sounds so fun. And then following the Bark in the Park game, dogs and kids are going to be invited onto the field for one of Fleur Field's favorite Sunday afternoon traditions, which is where the kids and dogs get to run the bases. All these games are starting at 7.05 p.m., except the Sunday game, and it starts at 3.05 p.m. So you can head to the Greenville Drive website for tickets. Also, Friday, April 14th, we've got live music at Noma Square. We've told you every week, and if you haven't been there yet, you have another chance, and you will continue to have more chances All summer. every Friday to the end of September. So, once again, starts at 5.30. Bring a chair, bring some grub, enjoy yourself. <laughs> okay, also Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we've got the Greenville Symphony Orchestra. You already know where they're at. They're at the Peace Center, Friday and Saturday at 7.30 p.m., Sunday at 3 p.m., and tickets are 20 to $60. Not a bad seat in the house. Listen to some good orchestra tunes. Orchestral? Orchestral. Orchestral music. Listen to some good tunes from the Greenville Symphony Orchestra. Boom. On Saturday, April 15th, Social House Market is happening. So if you don't know what Social House is, it's a hybrid work and lounge space. 25 Delano Drive in Greenville. Basically, it's in Unity Park, right across the street from the Commons. So right by Southern Side Brewery and Soul Yoga. So there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff at this market. Food trucks, jewelry, clothing boutiques, a dog bakery, pottery, art, you know, all the great stuff that you would want to find at any market. Uh, So it's going to be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and it's free. So go check that out. Sounds pretty cool. Okay, also on Saturday, April 15th, we've got Ville to Ville happening. I wish I was running this. Yeah, if you have not signed up, it's sadly too late, but we thought we'd inform you about what Ville to Ville is if you don't know. And it is a 
72-mile team running event traveling from Asheville to Greenville. The first flight of teams actually starts the relay around 5 a.m. in Asheville, North Carolina, and it's going to end in Greenville at Hampton Station anywhere from 3 to 8 p.m., depending on how long it takes these teams to finish. And there's going to be a finish line celebration, which has music, food, and craft brews. So lots to celebrate after finishing a 72-mile team race. That's for sure. And next year, we hope to be doing this race because it sounds so fun. And those are your events for the week slash weekend. We hope you guys get out and about and do something really fun. And last up, we've got the weather from Will in ChatGPT. Quick disclaimer, we are not meteorologists, but we do know how to read the weather app and we also know how to use ChatGPT. So here's Will with the weather. So this week, I asked ChatGPT to summarize our weather in the form of an allegorical children's story. I love it. Here's what ChatGPT has to say. Once upon a time, in a sunny meadow, there lived a group of rabbit friends. They loved to play and hop around together. One Monday morning, they woke up to a beautiful day with a warm sun and a mild breeze. They played outside all day, enjoying the lovely weather. The next day was much like the first, with sunny skies and mild temperatures. (laughs) The rabbits were so happy they could hardly contain their excitement. On Wednesday, the sun shone even brighter and the temperature grew warmer. The rabbits decided to spend the day lounging in the shade and nibbling on juicy clover. But on Thursday, the sun was scorching hot and the rabbits could barely stand to be outside. They hopped from shade to shade, searching for a cool place to rest. The hot weather lasted through Friday and Saturday, with clouding skies providing little relief. Finally, on Sunday, the sun returned, but the temperature was more manageable. The rabbits were able to play outside again but they made sure to take plenty of breaks in the shade to avoid getting too hot. And so the rabbits learned that even the most beautiful days can sometimes be too hot to handle. But but by taking care of themselves and each other, they were able to enjoy the sunny days without getting burned. So pretty sunny this week. All right, (laughs) yes. Sounds like I'm going to have to break out the sunscreen this week. Oh, yeah. Super nice after the last couple days of... Rain. Nice. Well, thanks, Will. Thanks, ChatGPT. And that is all we have for you guys this week. Thanks for tuning in. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Greenville Mike and like all of our photos slash reels or whatever else we post. And comment on them. And comment on them because we'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you want us to talk about on the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next Monday. See ya.